an entitled customer challenges me and forces me to prove that I'm a veteran, claiming that I don't look the part and that I'm probably just lying just for attention. But I turn the tables on this guy in a beautiful fashion, forcing him to drive off in a fury, humiliated that he couldn't do the same. Here's what happened. So I first want to start off by saying that this just happened this morning. I drove over to a big box hardware store to buy some more packing tape. And this particular store has a nice parking area listed for veterans only. And they say thank you for your service. So okay, I don't know about other vets, but I pretty much hate the entire thank you for your service bit. Not the fact that people are grateful, but rather that it's become a different version of have a nice day. In short, it's something that is said by rote in certain situations without much thought or true feeling. On the other hand, I do like parking closer to the doors. So I pull into one of the six veteran slots, I turn off the car and I get out, only to find that my car is being scrutinized by Captain America. Not the real deal, of course, but a man who is wearing so much Patriot branded crap, but a second World War living legend would facepalm and say, oh, are you kidding me? So for the sake of this tale, we'll call him Captain. That's obviously not his real name. Without looking up from my bumper, Captain says to me, so you're a veteran, huh? I frowned at his tone and I replied by saying, yeah, is that a problem? Captain finally looked at me, frowning under his little red hat, and he said to me, prove it. I was kind of shocked when he said that. I said, excuse me? He said, I said, prove it, pal. He then turned and gestured at a jacked up pickup. I didn't notice it when I parked, and I don't know how. Possibly it was my brain refusing to believe what my eyes were seeing. It was covered in stickers and mottos and had a flagpole in the bed, flying an oversized flag. He then says to me, that's the ride of a veteran. You don't even have a bumper sticker or a single American flag. So prove to me that you're a veteran. I simply just looked at him. I shook my head and I said, no. Anything else? He sneered and walked away, pulling out a phone. I watched him walk up to a guy standing outside of the store and get into what seemed like a heated discussion. I waited to see if anything would come of it and then shrugged and started for the entrance. However, the guy he had been yelling at called me over. He introduced himself as the manager of the store and explained to me, excuse me, sir, but this gentleman is of the opinion that you are taking advantage of our veteran parking. I'm sorry, but can you possibly prove that you served in the military, please? And when he said this, I was honestly blown away. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, and I couldn't believe that they were seriously trying to make me prove that I was a veteran. So I thought about it for a moment, but he looked hazard and did ask me to prove it with a please at the end of it. So I smiled and pulled out my retired ID. I said to them, I served about two decades ago and I medically retired. Is that good enough for you? The manager thankfully apologized, but at that point I was ready for revenge. So I said to them, okay, what about this guy? Captain then looked at me and said, what? He looked absolutely astonished. I said to him, well, you insisted that I prove I'm a veteran. How about yourself? Do you have anything else other than your terrible sense of personal taste to prove that you served? He complained that he served two tours in the sandbox and I did expect him to carry his 214 on him. So I interrupted and pointed out that he seemed to expect that of me. So he either needs to put up or shut up. When he couldn't provide a VA card, the manager insisted that he move his America mobile out of the veterans parking lot simply out of fairness. Instead, Captain roared off in a self-righteous cloud of patriotic diesel smoke and promises to get all the local veterans to boycott this store. Now, the manager didn't seem to worry when he heard this, but I gave him my name and number in case Captain decided to complain to corporate. And in return, he was nice enough to give me a discount on my packing tape. This is honestly the best way this could have ended. First off, just because you don't have all this weird stuff on your car doesn't mean that you didn't serve in the military. Like, that's ridiculous. And 
And it's honestly mind-blowing that this guy would be like, you need to prove that you are a veteran. Like, no, he doesn't. What are you talking about? Does this guy just sit in this parking lot and monitor who drives up and determine who is and isn't a veteran based on their car? The captain of this story sounds absolutely obnoxious. And it's honestly incredibly ironic the second the tables were turned. Yes, the original poster, they were able to prove outright that they were a veteran and they had the car to prove it. But when the tables were turned, this entitled guy didn't have anything to stand on. All he had were the stupid bumper stickers that he had, as well as all these flags and trinkets basically screaming that he probably has stolen valor. And that, in my opinion, is so disgusting. So hopefully this guy never comes back. Because based on the way this guy was acting, he absolutely deserved to get called out and made to look like a fool. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. An entitled customer mocks my other customer and makes fun of him because of his autism. And I'm now left thinking that I didn't handle that situation correctly and I could have done more to protect this customer. And at this point, I'm not really sure what to do. So I work at a popular soul food chain in the southeast part of the United States. For starters, I have autism and I am high functioning. I have been working as a waiter for about three years to help myself with social interactions as well as being able to get over overstimulating environments. Today, I was nearing the end of my shift and I had about three tables eating and they didn't need anything from me. A man about in his mid-30s is seated in my section, so I go up to him and I greet him. I introduce myself and the first thing he does is ramble to me about the sirloin steaks and the proper way to cook them and so on. This then goes on for several minutes. I patiently listened as my other tables were happy. He goes on to explain that every time he comes to the restaurant that I work at, they always seem to mess up his steak. Now, usually when someone says this to me, it comes off as malicious towards me and the other staff. But this was not the case for this guy. He just explained how he wanted the steak done and even showed me pictures. I went to the back and I placed his order and went about my shift. Approximately 10 minutes later, his plate is ready. I take one look at the steak and I see that it is completely overdone. I cringe because this guy was very adamant about his steak, but I decided to bring it out anyways and just let him see it. I put it down in front of him and I ask if it's still acceptable or if he would like it remade. And I say this calmly to him. He looked at it and I watched as he started to panic. He wasn't angry, definitely frustrated, but not angry. I told him that I was sorry about the steak and I could get it remade if he wanted. He looked up at me on the verge of tears and said he didn't want to waste the steak and he wished that the kitchen had just made his steak properly. Now, I'm used to the angry guests that regularly come in, but this was different. I knew this wasn't just about the steak. I reassured him that no one was angry with him and that it was no problem to get him a replacement. Throughout my efforts to calm him down, I noticed a man from one of the other tables really getting a kick out of this guy, laughing and loudly talking about him and such, and this didn't help the situation at all. I managed to calm him down enough to then leave and get him a new steak. When I brought it back, he was incredibly happy with it. I debated on doing this, but I decided to ask if he was doing okay. He got quiet and then he kind of mumbled that, well, I'm autistic. I'm sorry. I always do this. And that's when it all clicked for me. After that, him and I discussed life with autism together and his demeanor completely changed. He happily told me all that he could about steaks as well as his other special interests. I was happy to listen as I could tell this guy didn't get to talk about this to many people. All the while, the guy at my other table was still talking loudly about this guy. Even though I was trying my best to keep my attention to this guy, my blood honestly started to boil. Eventually, the man being disrespectful got up and leave. He shouted out to me saying good luck and then walked away laughing. I don't really know what I'm looking for in this post, but I honestly want to know, did I handle this properly? Should I have said something to this ignorant jerk? I'm honestly 
honestly not sure what I should have done differently. Honestly, it sounds like you handled this situation really well. You had a customer who had specific sets of needs and you attended to them really well. Like you really were taking care of him and making sure he was feeling comfortable. And that, in my opinion, is the mark of a really good server. It shows that you care about the customers. You want them to be happy. You want them to have a good experience. And more importantly, specific to your industry, you wanted him to have the right food. You very easily could have ignored him and said, you know what? I just don't want to do this. This is not worth my time. It's not worth my energy. I really don't want to deal with having this steak in the specific way this guy wants. And sure, you could have dismissed him and said, sorry, not much I can do about it. But you didn't. You understood where he was coming from and you were just trying to help him out. If anything, the guy at the other table is the absolute jerk here. He was being super rude. He was talking badly about this guy. He was treating him poorly. And I'm surprised that you didn't say anything. But in that same vein of thought, talking to that guy and getting in some kind of confrontation probably would have been very upsetting to this other guy. He seemed like he had a very specific need and he wanted things done a specific way. So I think you catered to this guy's needs perfectly. And I honestly don't think you have anything that you should regret. My sister-in-law is constantly being passive aggressive towards me while also making jabs at every little thing that I say. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So my sister-in-law is constantly making underhanded jabs at me and I'm not sure how to deal with it. Her and my brother have been married for about four years now and they have a two and a half year old and another one on the way. Before the baby was born, I wasn't that close to her or my brother. We saw each other on the holidays, but they favor their other families and I understand that. After the baby was born, I made a real effort to be close to my niece. I took over helping watch her for a few times a week after my sister-in-law went back to work. My niece really adores me because of all the time we spent together when she was small and I did my best to better my relationship with my brother and sister-in-law, especially for my niece's sake. However, pretty much any time I'm around my sister-in-law, she says something snarky to me or belittles something I say. For example, just today, my niece was pointing at a picture of some donkeys and calling them cows instead of donkeys. We all gently corrected her, but she was insistent. I jokingly said, all right, you've convinced me they're cows. And my sister-in-law quickly said, God, you're such a pushover. Another time she told me I was the type of girl that grandmas would love and it wasn't in a nice context. She is always making these weird jabs at me and I don't understand why. It's actually making me feel bad and I always feel uncomfortable after spending time with her. I don't call her out for my niece's sake, but I'm beginning to think I need to handle it much differently. Where is this animosity coming from? Why does she treat me like that? I have really tried to be kind to her and I'm never rude to her or anything like that. So I'm truly lost as to why she's acting like that and I seriously don't know what to do. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. It really sounds like your sister-in-law is incredibly toxic and she's either being a bully just for the sake of being a bully or she's incredibly jealous of you. And your sister-in-law is being the type of person where if you did call her out, she would be like, oh my gosh, I'm joking while wow, you're so sensitive. Like anything you say is going to be twisted against you. And that is really not okay. There's a difference between telling a joke and then just treating someone like garbage and trying to hide it like a joke. And in my opinion, if both parties aren't laughing at something someone else said, then guess what? It's not a joke. They really mean that. But in that same vein of thought, you know what? Eventually, enough has to be enough. Like, how long are you going to put up with these comments? In my opinion, if I was in your shoes, I would be calling her out. Like, whether that's in public or private. You can try the whole private aspect of this first. You can say, hey, let's talk real quick and pull her in a separate room. And then just hash it out like adults. Say to her, listen, I don't like you talking to me like that. You really need to stop making these subtle jabs at me and it seems like you're always ready to dogpile on me anytime I say something you don't like. Which, by the way is a terrible thing to do to somebody. You don't deserve to be treated like that and you don't deserve to be talked to like that. That's unacceptable and honestly you should not put up with that. There is another side of this where you could just play dumb and make her explain what she's saying because that will definitely catch her in her words and probably show exactly how stupid she really is acting. So all in all it sounds like this lady is either jealous, insecure, or is just a straight up jerk. And in one way or another it really is time to say something and put a stop to this once and for all. My manager is trying to ruin my life at the company I work at after we had a falling out. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So my manager and I were acquaintances at a previous company a few years back. Then eventually, he was hired at my current company. He started off working the same position as me, but the position was more of a filler role. And it was known that he would eventually be promoted to manager. And to top it all off, I was the one who trained him. We got along well, and he was a lot nicer than I remembered him. He wanted constant reassurance that he and I had good rapport. He wanted to know me as a person and I appreciated that. However, I encouraged him to get to know our colleagues of the same title, especially since he and another colleague had a mutual friend. I also told him on multiple occasions that I keep work friends and non-work friends separate. Regardless, he always gravitated to me and I figured it was just because he was familiar with me. One time I mentioned having to find a parking spot during an anticipated snowstorm and this was all in our work chat. It was his day off, but he saw the message and immediately called me to offer to pick me up from my parking spot and drop me off at my home. Then he offered to pick me up the next morning and take me to my parking spot. Even though we live in the same town, I simply refused. Yet he insisted that he wanted to do it to show his appreciation for me as my manager. I still declined, but later on he offered to carpool me with his wife's SUV, but I said no thank you. And the next day he took his own car instead of the SUV. He would often asked me to meet with him, but he wanted it to be in person. With other colleagues, however, he would just message or call them for any request. If I couldn't do an in-person meeting, he would just wait. He has never asked other colleagues to meet with him in private specifically. He would make time for me or buy snacks that I liked, but not with my other colleagues. He would cancel entire meetings with our colleagues if I couldn't make it. He often called me on my days off or even on his days off to talk about things that could wait until 
handle my scheduled shift and sent me non-work-related videos. In fact, other colleagues felt a lack of respect from him. When he and I got into a work-related conflict, I blocked him from contacting my personal number, and that set him off to try and dismiss me and try to push me out of the department. I told HR that he may have crossed boundaries between a manager and a subordinate, but HR actually defended him, saying he thought that we were friends because we worked together. If he was trying to meet me outside of work, it would be another story. Again, he never treated my other colleagues the way he treated me, and he only attempted to get to know other colleagues after our conflict. For instance, he went for drinks with a colleague I'm close to. My manager attempted to get on his good side, but it didn't work out, and my colleague shut him down when he tried to talk about me. This colleague also warned me about the dark side of him after that night. How can I possibly fix this situation? What should I do? Your manager is seriously crossing some professional boundaries. Like, honestly, this guy is really, really being toxic. And it doesn't help that HR is defending his weird actions. Like, it seriously sounds like he really likes you or something. And he's being very strange and sketchy and trying to drag you into these private meetings. I mean, personally, I would not be okay with that. And I would tell this guy to just back off. Like, clearly he liked you and you offended him. So now he's doing everything he can to try and ruin your experience at work. And that is not okay. And it's also not allowed. This kind of behavior could easily be seen as retaliation of some kind. And that is something that corporate absolutely needs to hear. Because clearly HR is completely useless in this situation. They're defending some guy who's being an absolute weirdo to you. And you don't deserve that in the slightest. And the original poster actually goes on to say that they sent an email to corporate and they're waiting to hear back. So hopefully that conversation with corporate goes well. Because these kinds of actions and the way your manager is acting is super out of line. And you do not deserve this in the slightest. I found out that my boyfriend makes nearly a million dollars a year and I can't help but feel super jealous. And at this point, I don't know what to do. So I've been seeing this guy for about a month and a half and we hit it off really well. We grew up in the same area despite living abroad. So we connected in a great way. He's really nice to me and I love spending time with him. I go over to his place a lot and I could see myself wanting to take things further with him. I noticed right off the bat that he was well off. He lives in a beautiful high rise condo above the city, which would cost a fortune. And he mentioned offhand how he owns multiple properties as well as travels frequently. I figured he just came from a privileged background, which he does. But what really made me feel sick with envy was when I asked what he earns at his job. Some background is that we both work in finance. I work in investment banking and he works as a derivative trader. My personal workload is horrendous and I usually pull 70 to 80 hours a week, including weekends. And I make around $100,000 a year, which really does not feel like a lot of money in our city. I asked him what he earns while out for drinks and he said he cleared about a million dollars all in comp during his best year at his firm. I wanted to throw up when he said that. He works 50 hours per week maximum, shows up at the office when he wants, and never works weekends. Later that night, I began researching how I might get this type of job as it's too late for me to switch careers having just graduated college. I also did an internship in training, but quickly found out the screening process involves several math-heavy assessments, which I know I probably wouldn't be able to pass. I'm good at math, but not genius level. And some of these practice tests were just insane. It makes me feel better that he told me he failed the test when he took it, but apparently because he met the CEO while getting drinks, the CEO gave him another shot at interviewing and was finessed in. I guess I just started down this spiral of self-doubt about my technical abilities, as well as my earning potential, which has been hard to pull myself out of. I have always been a competitive overachiever. I grinded in high school to get into an Ivy League school, and I grinded college to get my current job. And this is 
is a job where there's less than a 2% acceptance rate. Despite this, I never outwardly showed my competitiveness that much, I guess. I was always very supportive of my friends' career paths, no matter what they accomplished. But this feels way different, as it's a romantic interest. I don't know. I just feel like I'll always be in second place to him, because I will never be able to make as much money as quickly as he has. And if I do make that much money in the future, it will be at the expense of my work-life balance. Like, I really think I could do this job very well if I had the time to prepare. I think there are other ways I could get the job, and I could easily switch back to the trading desk, or even make a lateral move with some networking. But I keep telling myself I'm missing the point. That point being that I am my own unique person with unique talents and strengths, which may be better suited in a different role. I studied liberal arts and foreign languages in college. I'm great at writing and argumentation naturally, while he comes from an engineering background and has been doing the more quantitative stuff as a main focus for years. I keep trying to think positively about it, but I literally just cried because of how jealous I was. Has anyone ever experienced something similar to this? What should I do? Honestly, if you have any hope of having any kind of longevity with this guy, I think you really need to get over yourself. Sure, he makes a lot of money, but it sounds like in this relationship, that's the only thing you're thinking about. I mean, someone somewhere is always going to be making more money than somebody else. That's just how it works. Unless you're Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates, you're not going to have all this money. And I think on the other end of that, this guy probably worked incredibly hard to get where he's at. That $1 million didn't come overnight. He probably worked incredibly hard and just so happened to get a better job than you, at least paying wise. And there's nothing wrong with that. There really shouldn't be any problem with your spouse or your partner making more money than you. If you really are a team and if you really want to see this through to the end, this should be a good thing for both of you. So honestly, in my own opinion, even if it sounds mean, I think it might be healthier to take a step back and try and be happier for your partner. He worked just as hard as you did to get where he's at, and by being jealous of his success is only going to cause friction and distance between the two of you. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.